Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Top 5, the Patreon-only podcast where I, Josh Earl, sit down with a good friend and we discuss the top five on a topic of our choosing today. It's return guest. It's my good buddy. It's Ben Vanell. Yay. Yes. Thank you for having me back, me back Josh. Um, I uh, just came off an hour of podcasting. I'm in fine form. Oh, let's I'm talk ready about, to riff. Let's talk about Gabagool. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're not talking about The Sopranos today, but that's all right because I do that every other week with my friend Adam Knox. Yes. Uh, we started from the start. We're not spoiling anything. We're just looking at each episode in order and... Um, God, there's a lot to talk about. Have you watched, had you already watched the whole season or whole series, I mean? I had watched up until I think the fifth season. So, yep. Um, and know what happened at the end, but I think yep. I was of the age where I was watching them on DVD and then I ran out of money to buy the sixth season. Yeah. So. Well, I watched it on TV, but then. Right. Rewatched it in lockdown. There's all those ones that you miss. Cause you go, I just wasn't home, and of I course, wasn't, I wasn't taping it, and so I watched the bulk of them. But then mm. went back and rewatched it, and went, yeah, this is the greatest TV show ever made. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible the way, even at the start, the way they introduce a character and tell you everything you need to know about them with like one sentence. It's yeah. incredible writing. Yeah, and uh, so many good characters that just you go hot and cold with them all the time. Mm. Like Chrissy. Oh, he's so good. Anyway, Ugh. we're not talking about that. We're talking no. about something just as silly. We're talking about <laughs> our top five events, sports at the Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. I, I've limited mine to just the Summer Olympics. I'm not sure if you've gone to winter, but when I think of the Olympics, I pretty much only think of the Summer Olympics because yep. Winter Olympics, we were never good at stuff in Australia. Exactly. We don't have enough snow. Yeah. Yeah. But we've got a lot of water. That's why we're good at swimming. Are you a fan of the Olympics, Ben? I, look, I'm, I'm not a huge fan. I only watch it like once every four years. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, um, I am a fan of it in the way, in a specific way. I'm a fan of it from when it was like coming around when I was a kid and it would be yep. at a, in a country where the time zone didn't line up and you could stay up all night and watch the Olympics. That's yep. my sort of, that's my Olympic sort of vibe. That's, that's the way I think of the Olympics the most. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea. It's such mm-hmm. a kind of whimsical kind of like, Hey, let's all get together and play sports against each other. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, but then when you go into it, if you look into it, it's a really horrible organization. It's all corrupt. Right. Every country, <laughs> yes, that, every, every city that ever gets one, like everyone says, oh yeah, five years after they've had it, like it's just like the city is like just wasted all this money on uh, like stadiums that are no longer full. Right. Like uh, Rio, right? Yeah. Like I feel like that, con- like Brazil could have invested that money into much more yeah. publicly <laughs> beneficial things like housing, <laughs> yeah. for example. 
Yes, and Qatar and all that stuff. Like, there's all of these huge global sporting events. You're yeah. right. They're just corrupt. They're corrupt yeah. at every level. Especially when this was meant to be, like, for amateur amateur athletes. Yes. We're getting paid, and then the professional athletes couldn't couldn't attend, And but all the people at the top are making all this money. Yep. Sounds yep. like the arts. Anyway, <laughs> I do, although every, I say all this, and then it happens, and I get sucked in, and I find myself right. staying up late at night watching race walking or some bullshit like that. Just going, oh, yes. I, think, I think I know what's going on here. So we're going to talk about now our top five sports or events at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll kick us off. Now, this one is one of those ones where I'm like, this is just silly. And I do feel, and I know doing comedy and podcasting mm-hmm. is a silly thing to dedicate your life to. But I think if you're dedicating your life to long jumping, Ooh. That's, that's a real... Even though I, I do enjoy watching it because it's just, yeah. there's nothing more you need to know. It's you run, you <laughs> jump, you land. That's it. It is one of those sports. I think I get where you're coming from. The absurdity, the absurdity of it is yeah. so apparent. It's like, it couldn't be more, there's not a team sport. You're not yeah. like trying to, like high jump, I think, mate. Like it's in the same boat of like, you're just trying to jump a long way. Yeah. Yeah. It couldn't be more reduced down to anything more simple than that. And it is funny that you win. The gold medals are the same across all the sports. Like you can dedicate <laughs> yes. your life to, I don't know, say tennis, for instance, where it's like right. to win a gold medal in tennis is very, very hard. Like you have to, mm-hmm. be, you have to dedicate hours and hours and hours of your life. Long jumping I'm sure it's very hard and I'm sure there's technical <laughs> and there's skill involved, but really it is are you tall? Are you quick? Mm. Do you have good hamstrings? All right. I reckon you could be a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if the AIS went to your school uh, when you were in high school. They did to us. And they, like, it was part of our PE class. And we had right. to get measured and weighed. And then they would tell us what sport, due to our body shape, we would be oh, suited to. No, they never did that for us. Yeah. I, I, or I wasn't invited to that class. Oh. That is genuinely could be <laughs> well, why I didn't know. I was always short. I was. A little, I thought, all right, they're going to tell me gymnastics. Right. Gonna, no. Pretty much, I reckon 50% of the boys in our school got told rowing. You would be good really? at rowing. And I reckon it was because... They had a vacancy for rowers in this country, and yep. off the back of the awesome foursome, like going, let's let's create a dynasty of rowers in this country. We're going to be known for rowing, but I, uh, I didn't take them up on rowing. <laughs> but long jump, long, long jump was yeah. always, like it's, it is one of the, it is an exciting thing to watch. Watch them flying through the air. That is that's cool to watch. I think there is something about the prof- well, uh, yeah the professional level competition. Thing stuff of the Olympics is like they can make anything interesting if you're like yeah oh that guy just jumped that far so this guy got one attempt left he's yep. got to get two set like you can build it up to be an exciting thing and, and the athletes do get the crowd involved as well they do the whole clapping yes. at the start I think that's why any sport I think if you, there's a crowd there you can get hooked it doesn't matter what the sport is if there's like fifty thousand plus mm-hmm. it's like it's gonna it's gonna appear to be exciting. 
Yes, yes, true. I think, you know, we had this watching the AFL last year. Yeah. If there's no crowds, it just kind of feels like a training drill. I'm the same with, like, when people are like, oh, AFL compared to VFL. I'm like, it's pretty standard. It's the same standard, really. Right. Much distance, but the crowd atmosphere makes all the difference. And I'm yep. not going to be sitting watching the VFL, Box Hill Hawks take on Sandringham mm-hmm. on the ABC. I'm just mm-hmm. not going to. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. So that's my number um, five, long jump. My number five is... In my opinion, so out of all the team sports that come to the Olympics but have robust leagues outside of that, I think my favourite one to watch is the basketball because, you know, the NBA is the the best of the best and all of the international players end up there playing for an American team. So, you know, the Olympics, you know, the basketball at the Olympics is... They have to go back and play for their countries. Well, yeah. if they if they choose to, yes. Uh, <laughs> but I, I love that, and and I think you know America is always the one to beat. So you're always going. You pick an underdog, whether it's Australia or Spain or Lithuania or Greece. Um, but yeah, I think of for me of the team sports that I would watch elsewhere, the 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 Olympic basketball is probably the pick. Yeah, I see. Listeners will know I love basketball. It is not in my list of five yep. sports yep. because. Yep. Because it's that thing, I watch it all the time. Right. And I I get frustrated with how it's played in the Olympics because it's the floor's, the floor's smaller than the NBA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you, I don't know if you watch Greece in the World Cup, but yes, their coach yeah. would not play Giannis, so who's arguably one of the greatest players in the world. Yep. Didn't play him how he should be played, so they weren't as good as – and it just gets frustrating – but I do like. Look, I'll watch it. I'm not going to lie. And yes. and the dream team was. I was. Yeah. I was 92. I was 11 years old. Couldn't have been more obsessed with basketball. And that was so so important to me. Just yep. seeing because my favorite player David Robinson was in the team, and my brother's favorite player Chris Mullen was in the team. And we were like, oh, we can actually both support the one team. And oh when, yes. And when Shane Hill for Australia got in a fight with Charles Barkley, it was one of the most exciting things ever because <laughs> my dad. So anti anything American, hated it. And, right. having, and having three boys who are obsessed with basketball, obsessed with The Simpsons, he was like, his whole. Ha- I mean, I've told this story before, I think, but he yelled at me once for saying "butt" instead of "bum" because he got so American. Oh, like, stop saying "butt," and I was like, "What do you want me to say?" Like, it's, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, my, da- my dad bum. was convinced. Yes, my dad was convinced <laughs> that Shane Hill could beat Charles Barkley in a fight, and I was Great. like. He's, he's not going to, Dad. Like, no. even at 11. Well, the, another thing, sporting thing, my dad also, we were watching Martina Hingis play when she was only like 16. Mm. And he said she couldn't even win a game at the Bernie Tennis Club. And we're, me and my brother were like, no, no, she's really good. No, no. And then, like, a year later, I think she won Wimbledon or something like that. And we have still not, like, let him forget that <laughs> you said that she was no good. You've got to trust us sometimes, Dad. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack. 
for free shipping and 365-day returns.